Hey, and welcome back to the Black Zen Weekly Wellness Podcast. It's Monday. What's up, fam? Another one. Another one. <laughs> Mondays just keep on hitting. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. What's funny is I feel like we do this so often that it does really feel like the Mondays come closer and closer. You don't think so? I feel like, you know, for those that don't know about our process, we start early. We do. And I feel like we're always recording. Right? <laughs> people, yeah, day. people will be like, oh, what do you, you got for your plans? I'm like, ah, just recording. Yeah. <laughs> editing, recording, editing, recording. But we do it out of love. We, we do, do it we because do. we want to see yeah. you and our community thrive as a whole. And Absolutely. that's why we have Blacks in. And mm-hmm. that's why we started this organization right. with a mission. Right. And the goal is to make everyone learn about meditation, find it relatable, mm-hmm. and see yourself in there somewhere. Right. To make moves. Right. You know what? Whether that's just a silent awareness-based practice or it's a full-on meditation, mm-hmm. whatever's required to move you to the next level. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So, create joy this Monday. Tell you what. We wanted to get lighter. We did. You know, we yeah. noticed as your Black Zen team mm-hmm. goes through things, you will hear it in the podcast. Oh, for sure. And so, the last few months, if you could tell, we've been busy. A little bit. And a little cranky. A little cranky. Yeah, for you know, sure. A little complainy sure. sometimes. For sure. So we wanted to go back to our roots, mm-hmm. which is joy and delight. And just like <laughs> silly for the sake of being silly sometimes, because I think anytime we start to take life too seriously, it's like, all right, we just, we got to find the humor again. Oh, yeah. And I felt like we did that this week. So I'm actually really excited about this topic. Yes. Uh, so uh, but, oh, before we move on there. How to find us? Uh, BlackZen.co is our website. Yes. Uh, any questions about what we do or why we do it, or you mm-hmm. want to reach out? Info at BlackZen.co. Yep. And also, before we jump into the topic for this week, mm-hmm. we had a question from last week. And last week's topic was the emperor has no clothes, uh, <laughs> which was all about um, what are the things that we are accepting or that we believe in our minds that we just have never gone unchecked because. We just never thought to point them out. Or we did, but we didn't think that we should or whatever. We really got into a very interesting topic. In one of the articles, there was a mention of this thing called the anchoring effect. And the Um, anchoring effect, right? Anchoring is when you set up an anchor in your mind of how something is supposed to be Mm -hmm. and everything else is compared to that anchor. Right. So like in a relationship, you have one great love Mm -hmm. and everyone compares to that anchor. And the question we had this week was, how do you know if your anchor is good? Is or how the do right you know anchor. if anchor is like is up to par? Right. <laughs> what if you've always been treated poorly, and then the one person who treats you semi okay, all of a sudden they become a prince charming? But it's because like, they're better than the anchor, right? But, but if, if your anchor is already kind of off, then what does that mean in terms of how you move forward? Exactly. So, so I think it was a great question. It was a good question. How do you recognize when an anchor is uh, what's the word? Is either the right anchor? Or is... An anchor that can measure up to what you need. I think the answer to that was, really, it's about having a thoughtful meditation practice. Okay. I'm going to stop you right there. Why? The question was, (laughs) how do you know if your anchor is an accurate measure for what you're comparing? And the answer is, you can only know if your anchor is accurate with insight. Insight oh, yeah. comes from meditation and awareness. I would agree. There you go. I'm going to say, you try to jump right into the meditation. Well, I'm, I'm just, just saying. I mean, I wanted to break it down as to why. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yes. That, that, that in order to get clarity on a situation or on a person or on a relationship or on anything in your life, I think there's this measure of having to like 
remove yourself you from it back. enough mm-hmm. to be able to look at it objectively. And so many times, especially when we're in our feelings about things, I think it can be very difficult to look at it and not be in it. Yeah. And that's where an awareness-based practice comes in. Right. Exactly. Being able to separate yourself from Mm -hmm. the anchor in general to look at it objectively and say, yes, this is how I want to measure Mm -hmm. everything else going forward based off of this. Right. So. Exactly. And that that way you can take each experience at face value based on what feels like the right measure for you. Mm -hmm. And you don't know that until you sit down long enough to actually look at where are you? What do you need? And does this fit in with that? Mm-hmm. So, And just as a reminder, yeah. when we talk about anchors, we're not talking about just people. No. We're not talking about just relationships. We're talking about what you do for work. Yeah. We're talking about everything. Well, there are some people that, you know, maybe you've never been around people who are truly joyful. What is your measure for what joy looks like? What is your measure for what friendship looks like? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, see, that was my, Just questioning all of those things. What what is your anchor? And is that anchor accurate? And if you've only ever been around certain types of people, expose yourself to different types of people. You know what's funny? I would actually encourage people to listen to that one again, only because Mm -hmm. I used that this week. Mm -hmm. And I recognized a lot of anchors that I thought were, oh, yeah, no, that makes sense. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And the I emperor it, has no the clothes. The emperor has no clothes. My anchor for something I thought made sense was actually completely off. Right. And thanks to Jasmine's words of wisdom, <laughs> I saw it. I actually I you saw very it. rarely give me credit, I, so I will totally I, take that. <laughs> I was going to say I'm going to give you credit on that one because yeah, you you made my brain twist a little bit. Sweet. That I did not expect. I love it. So. And as you know, anything that we talk about. In the weekly wellnesses that we bring up from week to week, it's really just about trying to intentionally poke holes into our thought process. Yes. Just to get a little bit of light in there, just to dust off what we think and see, (laughs) is that right? Is that still true? Does that still serve me? Right? Like, that's the purpose of everything that we do at Black Zen, because we really feel like once we start to examine that, then you can't keep being ridiculous because you're like, oh, wait, that's ridiculous, right? <laughs> or yes. you or you can continue to be really, um, really great about some of your choices because you're like, you know what? Actually, I looked at that and I'm like, I, I fully 110% stand behind that choice. That's an awesome place to be, to feel good about every choice you make in your life and know that it's intentional and it's a really conscious decision. So that being said. <laughs> she went on a tangent with that I did, one. Sorry. I, I, I'm sorry, what are we talking about? I'm going to step off my soapbox, and if anybody can use any of that, pick it up. (laughs) So on to this week's topic. Mm -hmm. This week's topic was titled, The Last Swallow in the Container. (laughs) This is where we're aging ourselves a little bit, but most people should know this reference. Well, Jasmine, I, I mean, this is way back Eddie Murphy. This is like, yeah, crime. yeah. I feel like we've. This is now our second Eddie Murphy uh, <sighs> example. Yeah. He is funny, and he's got some good ones. I mean, because I mean, coming to America is a classic. If it you is. haven't seen it, then I, even if you're a millennial, I know someone who hasn't seen no. it. No, it it killed me. And I was is he like, twelve? No, well, he's he's young. He's really, really how young. young is young though? Like nineteen, young. It doesn't matter. Well, that's what I thought. I thought, no, this is timeless. No, this and then, is like, and so I was saying jokes, and I was cracking myself up as I was trying to tell at you him. Like I've never heard of right. And I was like, I, was, I can't talk to you. Right? I was like, we have nothing in common. That's what I said. I was like, we're gonna have to pause here. <laughs> this friendship ends right now. I need you to go watch that movie, like then come back and talk like to me. It's like you don't get me, right? <laughs> If you don't, if you haven't seen the movie, you just don't get me. We're never going to be able to What are we going to talk about? <laughs> wow. When I say juices and berries, I need you to know what I mean. 
<laughs> Nothing but an ultra perm. Come on. <laughs> wow. Jasmine, I don't have anyone in, right? my, in my circle who's never eaten. This is the first time I encountered it. Who are you it. hanging around well, with? I know. I don't know. Well, I, I exposed myself <laughs> to different types of people. <laughs> and in my mind, I was like, he can't be serious. I was like, maybe he just doesn't know what the what the title of the movie because, is. Because, I mean, we quote the movie a lot. We, I mean, no, not everyone quotes it. So maybe sure. he's like, sure, he's seen it. Right. And I was, I was like, sure, surely. And I go through the entire plot. No, it's crickets. Eddie Murphy, Arsenio, and they're doing the thing. Crickets. He, he knows nothing. Blank stare. My name is Peaches, and I'm the. <laughs> he knows nothing, Stacy. I probably like, chest. <laughs> oh my god. How does? I'm gonna stop there. That's like the oh. that's the last rant of the day. <laughs> oh no! But another classic Eddie Murphy you know movie. What? That this is the whole reason why I brought up. Well, Eddie what's Murphy. so funny? Your 19 year old friend's anchor for Good Film is off. Oh, <laughs> if, if he's never seen Coming to America, I feel his anchor could be a jar. This is very true. Because, wow. <laughs> wow, Jess. Okay. I know, right? First time for everything. <laughs> so, he's going to hear this and be like, dang, they just really called right? me out. Right, right. Got we nothing but love. Nothing but love. We don't use names. We don't use I names. I didn't. I didn't. He shall remain anonymous. On that note of Eddie Murphy movies and things that are funny, I included this really funny um, clip of Della Reese in Harlem Nights when she realizes that somebody drank the last of her orange juice and they left a swallow in the container, as Not she a, says. Yeah, Not a swallow, a swallow. Ends with an A, swallow. Swallow in the container. And you know, to give your 19-year-old friend another <laughs> reference, let's use barbershop. Yes, Eve, even barbershop. Where, who stole my apple juice? Right, that whole scene. The whole scene. Imagine that, except imagine it funnier in the 1920s with a knife fight and a gun. <laughs> and somebody gets shot in the pinky toe. I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> if you know this movie, you should be laughing. Yes. And if you don't, it's fine. We're going to explain. <laughs> what was most interesting to me is that it was a perfect example of someone Having an expectation of an experience and getting excited about that experience, which for her was drinking orange juice. And when she got to the fridge and realized that there wasn't anything left or that what was left was not enough, it was the moment of that expectation being thwarted. And I feel like in real life, how many times have we had a certain expectation about something? And really, the experience is sort of soured simply because expectation is what we had. And it didn't live up to what the reality was. Mm-hmm. Right. And are we setting ourselves up for disappointment when we set up certain expectations? And right? how to really manage it. Yeah. Funny enough. Yeah. So, sorry, you guys. We went on for like 10 minutes about movies. But <laughs> right. if you haven't got the gist, yes. this week we're talking about expectations and how they are. The mother of disappointment. The mother of disappointment. Mm-hmm. Unless you know how to flip it. Yep. So, The flipping part was funny because I came across an article this week by Mm BigThink.com. The article is called The Science of Expectation. Mm -hmm. So I'll give you the story first just so I don't ruin the plot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But the story goes, two writers asked Charlie Chaplin, hey, we're trying to make this, reinvent this scene and make it funnier. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the common woman falls on a banana peel. Right. How can we make that funny? Do we show the banana peel first? Do we show the women first? Mm -hmm. Do we show, you know, how do we make this funny again? Right. He says, you show the woman, you show the banana peel. You show the close-up of the woman, about to hit the banana peel, and then you show her falling in the sinkhole. 
Right. <laughs> and what's funny about this, I mean, nothing's funny about somebody sure, falling. Sure. <laughs> no people kind are of- harmed in the filming of this joke. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But it's what's funny about it is that the expectation is that she slips on a banana peel, but something unexpected happens. Mm-hmm. And they're able to find the mirth in that. And that was my oh, explain word this. I thought of, it was interesting. I thought it was so cool it's the, the word way that, they word of the day. It. How do they describe it? They describe mirth mm-hmm. as the the aha moment. It's the connecting the dots of a joke. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if we can apply that to the expectations that we don't see in our day-to-day mm-hmm. and find... Find the humor in, in, in when things don't go the way that we thought they would connect go. Connect the dots of the joke. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think there's something really powerful about connecting the dots of the joke because I think there's one thing to feel like the joke is on you. That's when you take the experience really personal and you're like, yeah. well, that's not fair because I expected X, Y, Z to happen. Yeah, the one who fell in the manhole, you right? feel kind of hurt. Right. But then there's <laughs> also being a part of the joke and understanding that like, well... If I know that by expecting something, I'm already setting up a certain expectation for myself, what if I just stopped doing that and I just approached each moment how it came to me? Do you know what I mean? I think we need to give a real life example to explain this point. Oh, I love that. It's like a vacation. Imagine a vacation. You plan it in your mind. Mm -hmm. It's Paris, you Mm -hmm. know? It's like you plan out where you're going to go, where you're going to stay. It's beautiful. In your mind, the expectation is at a 12. Yeah. You're out of the country. It's like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I made it out of the country. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing new things. Yep. Right? A few setbacks, like a lost luggage mm-hmm. for three days. Mm-hmm. No one to wear clothes or money. <laughs> <laughs> this is a true this story, is, by is, the this way. This is really a true, a true story. story. You can tell yeah. it, it still a little pains me a little right, bit. Right, right. Still a little sour about it. Still a little it. sour about it. Mm-hmm. Um, hotel, not as nice as one would expect it. <laughs> and so here's the thing. You either find humor in that right. or you ruin your whole vacation. And in Stacey's case, she ruined her whole vacation. And for my companions. We don't get what we expect a lot of the times. More 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 often often than than we we, get exactly how it's planned in our brain. Right. You know? And I think and I think that's it. It's just like that whole exactly how it's planned in our brain, that's the key. As soon Mm -hmm. as you set up an expectation for exactly how it needs to be, now if it falls outside of any of those set of expectations, it's all a bust. Funny enough. Go forward about 10 years, mm-hmm. Jazz and I take a trip, had zero expectations. Yeah. Best trip of our we lives. We had a blast. Everything happened yeah. better than planned. Totally. Because there, there wasn't a plan. Right. Well, there I was, I mean, planned. I was going to say, she's Basically, kind of a I'm cruise like, director. Otherwise, these bums will just do nothing and walk around. You're in a new country. You see the sites, museums. Stop. There are things to do. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> point is anyway the point is i think that as soon as you came to the experience ready to accept what that experience was without putting a ton of parameters on what it needed to be then you were actually allowed to enjoy yourself in that moment and in the same way your first trip could have gone one of two ways you could have seen the fact that you didn't have the luggage and seen the fact that the hotel wasn't quite what you thought. Those could have been stories that you told and it could have been really funny. And instead, you <laughs> let it ruin your entire trip. And I think if we take that example and think about it in terms of life, like how many times have we let something that didn't work out the way that we thought it would ruin our entire experience of our life? Fair. Right? Fair. That's a larger thing than just a trip. That's like, this is your everyday experience. So True. if every time something doesn't match up with your expectation, you throw and a hissy fit yeah. and you and you go crying in your soup, well, it's going to be a hard, long road. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, you know, funny takeaway from that story is hmm. now I have never checked a bag since. 
<laughs> no, I, Jasmine, I swear to you, I've never this checked a bag and I've never had an incident. You're so funny. And everything has been better since. And oh I've had gosh. fantastic vacations. <laughs> So I mean, when in doubt, don't check a bag, when I doubt, the, the moral of the lesson, who cares about what else we're talking about? Don't check baggage <laughs> on a cross-country flight. Ultimate takeaway here is expectation is the mother of disappointment. And as soon as we start to put these imaginary expectations on what something has to be like, feel like, should be, look ought like. to be, look like, we begin to set up parameters for ourselves that I think diminishes our joy. And the whole point of this week's wellness was to say, let's stop setting ourselves up for a disappointment. Don't build a unicorn. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is ridiculous. I'm just saying when you build a unicorn in your mind, unicorns don't exist, but horses do. Mm. Ride that horse like a unicorn and be well. <laughs> Mic drop. As random as that is, I'm going to let it go because I think that there's something there. It's it's said kind of funky, but I'm going to roll with it. You know, I'm in a weird mood today. I see that. But I'm going to let you have that. I'm just going to let you have that. We are going to move on to the meditation (laughs) tip of the week. So the tip of the week actually came from me this time. It was all about valuing silence in other areas of our life that aren't specifically in our meditation practice. So, oh, I like that. Yeah, because I think a lot of times we think that the only time we can be silent is when we're in our sit. And if you learn, like, you know, for instance, like sometimes I'll, I'll drive somewhere and I won't turn on the radio mm-hmm. or I won't call somebody on my commute or I'll come home and I won't answer the phone or anything. And I, I might just turn the TV. Right. I might just, I, sometimes I'll just sit on my couch and sit for a good five minutes and look out the window or do something. And it's not necessarily like I am, I'm, I wouldn't call that my meditation, right? Because it's very different than me doing an intentional sit, but it is me valuing silence and valuing silence in other areas of my life. So it's never an awkward thing I when like I that. do my sit. I think that's really good for yeah even enjoying the practice more when you learn mm. to appreciate silence outside of just sitting on the mat. Right. You know? Right. And you'd be surprised how much you notice. Yes. When you're quiet. What's funny, I will watch the road and I will look at the sky. Right. And see the birds and like <laughs> And you see and you see the people yeah. that are around. And even if you go on a walk and, and you know, some people you can go on a walk and that can be you valuing silence and just sort oh, of yeah. being out in nature and taking a look around and not being on your phone or not checking email and, and not listening to music, but honestly just valuing silence shut down the gram right in all of its forms (laughs) i think that helps to build a very strong meditation practice because then silence becomes something that you're very familiar with and you enjoy it and And if you enjoy enjoy it it, you do it more often and you want to do it exactly yeah so i like that that was my meditation tip of the week and then, as always, if you have any questions about what we talked about today, you can always email us at info at blackzen.co. If you're curious about what we do, why we do it, and want to see other blogs that we've posted that are not the weekly wellness, you can always check out our website, blackzen.co. And, you know, we always talk about building a meditation practice, and we're never ones to just talk about it and not give you tools to do that. So if you need a workbook to get started, we actually have a six-week self-guided meditation practice plan that's on our website you can check it out at any time uh blackzen.co it's it's right on the landing page as soon as you get there um and it really is just so that people start to be able to actually take all the tips that we talk about and incorporate that into an everyday meditation practice and there's a free version too 
Yeah. We, yeah, yeah. we have made this as accessible as possible. Exactly. Low barrier to entry because we just want people to get the materials and mm-hmm. get started on their practice. Yeah. So. so that's where our heart is. And, and if it and if it's for you, pick it up. Um, and as yeah. always, fam, we will talk to you next week.